the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you on a wonderful Labor Day weekend throughout Central Florida. We've got a great show for you today. In fact, you know, Christopher Hart, we're very pleased to share with you, is sitting in with us on our program today. Chris, great to have you joining us. Always a pleasure, Roger. And but also we have another treat for you, uh, pun intended. In fact, uh, the gentleman uh, who will be joining in just a minute is the franchise owner of a brand new Culver's restaurant on Highway 436 in the Apopka area. And of course, as you know, Culver's is well known for their sweet treats and other outstanding, tasty items on their very tasty menu. So let's go to Luke Reba, who is the franchise owner of the new Apopka Culver's Restaurant, along with his wife, Amanda. Luke, thank you for joining us, and congratulations, and welcome to Apopka in Central Florida. Awesome, Roger. That was, uh, I'm, I love the dad jokes, too, so definitely thank you for that. And uh, we are so excited to be here in Apopka. Uh, you can already feel the love from the community, that's for sure. It was wonderful to meet you at the uh, ribbon cutting yesterday of the Apopka Chamber and uh, really learn more. Uh, you know, I knew about the great food and the great treats at Culver's, but also to learn more about your concept. And can you tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, Culver's was founded, if I'm not mistaken, in 1984, and tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, definitely. So uh, Culver's was founded in 1984 in Sauk City, Wisconsin, kind of close to that Madison area. And uh, we definitely are, uh, our founders are still very active uh, in the restaurants, which is a, just a great example to see that. Uh, you know, definitely not a suit and tie company. Um, you know, when we need to, we'll put those on. But uh, Craig Culver, Lee, uh, George, and Ruth started in uh, Sauk City, Wisconsin, 1984. And, um, and Craig and Lee are still super involved uh, with the company um, and uh, really fresh frozen custard and butter burgers and uh, you know kind of embracing our local communities with the uh, you know local agriculture and stuff being kind of that rural community up in Wisconsin um, we definitely uh, butter burgers and custard so and a lot of cheese of course absolutely got got to have a lot of cheese absolutely now can you talk about um, just you, you, you know your, your opening is going to be on Labor Day tell us about that yeah, definitely. So uh, we're opening at 10.30 in the morning on uh, Labor Day, and we're open until 10 p.m., uh, so 10.30 to 10 every day. Uh, we're That will be our grand opening. Uh, we're getting a lot of training and uh, practicing done this week. Um, and basically, uh, we're going to have some different specials going on throughout the week uh, for our first 100 guests uh, who spend over you know $25 each day can get Culver's for a year throughout the week, uh, Monday through Friday. Um, so that's pretty exciting to do that. But really, just having the opportunity to either come through the drive-thru or uh, come sit down and uh, meet our awesome team. And there's everyone's from the, from the area that's going to be working uh, in our, in our uh, location here, which is, which is incredible to have a lot of great people that we've met so far that have joined our team. So that will be uh, 1030 Monday morning. We'll be rocking and rolling. Friends, we're glad you're joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams show. We're right now we're speaking with Mr. Luke Reba. He's the franchise owner for the brand new Culver's restaurant opening on Highway 436 in the Apopka area on Labor Day. And Luke, can you just talk, expand a little bit more on the, on the menu? Because, you know, I, you know, it just, you've got so many tasty things I'd like to share with, with our listeners, some of them. 
Definitely. So we're uh, we're known for our butter burgers and our fresh frozen custard. Uh, and what makes the butter burger is fresh, never frozen Midwest beef cooked to order on a lightly toasted bun. And uh, so as soon as you order that, that's when we start cooking. And then we have our fresh frozen custard, uh, which is uh, premium ice cream. It's really rich, creamy, smooth, and uh, we make it in small batches throughout the day. Uh, and uh, really, the cool thing about uh, fresh frozen custard is um, it's in those small batches. So it's at you know ice creams around eight. You know, zero to five degrees about I would say and uh, that fresh frozen custard is so rich creamy smooth and it's about 18 to 21 degrees so your taste buds get to actually enjoy it a little bit longer that's kind of one of those uh, science facts that I always like to talk about with custard um, and uh, really uh, we have cheese curds um, some great sides pretzel bites onion rings um, that I've loved for my whole life anywhere from uh, jumbo shrimp um, and, uh, you know, crispy chicken sandwiches, those are actually very good as well. Um, but really, we have a, uh, you can choose your favorite burger, crispy chicken sandwich, chicken tenders, shrimp, make it a basket with your favorite side. And you can get a drink, a shake, or a concrete mixer. And uh, you'll be walking out of here happy. That's our goal. Man, and, and, and He's open, making me hungry. He's making me hungry with all of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, to open at 10 a.m. on Labor Day morning? Uh, 10.30. 10.30 a.m. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get in line <laughs> after the show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, man. You, I can't wait. Hey, now listen, and, listen. You know what? Um, I've been uh, I've been working with Culver's for 14 years now, and it's actually been my first job. And um, and I just every time I have, I mean, and I'm not just saying this to say it. It is true. Uh, our beef is awesome. Um, it's you know, like I said, it's cooked to order, and I have I have. Uh, probably seven burgers a week and every time i have it it's like this is awesome and uh our menu is broad too so if you're not feeling burger i mean like i said we have chicken shrimp even our north atlantic cod is awesome uh that one's hand battered to order as well um and that's a great uh you know friday night fish fry tradition too that you can have throughout the whole week but and then our fresh frozen custard uh man that is it's just we're lucky it's cool to be proud of a product that we can sell you know what i mean well, see, now I live downtown Orlando. When are you going to open a place down there? Oh, boy. You know what? We have, uh, I'm trying to think here. I guess uh, there's a few locations uh, with some prospecting uh, franchisees around the area. And um, it is cool. We have a great franchise community. Um, so hopefully we can we can get Culver's to everybody in Florida. That would be awesome. It would be. Well, come on, Chris. I mean, with a menu like that, you you can make the short drive from Orlando uh, to uh, Alcoa. Uh, it, it could, yeah, it, it would be worthwhile. <laughs> Let's just put it that. It, yeah. it would definitely be worthwhile. Listen, how many Culver's are there around the country, and where are they mostly located? Yeah, um, so we actually are, uh, so there's in 26 states and almost 900 locations now. We are location number 880, wow. and uh, anywhere from, um, you kind of get that belt line of the Midwest there, really a, a lot in Illinois, Indiana, few uh, in Michigan, Minnesota, and then you kind of go down throughout Kentucky. Um, a couple actually uh, out west as well, um, as far as, you know, Colorado, um, Utah, Idaho. Um, so, uh, you know, let's see, the newer markets that we're hitting are uh, Alabama, Georgia's doing really well as well. So 26 different states um, and almost 900 locations. And to follow it up, Luke, at French, we're glad you're joining us today on this wonderful Labor Day weekend on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Right now we're speaking with Luke Reba. He's the franchise owner of the brand-new Culver's Restaurant located in Apopka on Highway 436, along with his wife, Amanda, and their great team. You know, what is, and our, as we had a chance to talk a little bit you know, um, at the ribbon-cutting, Luke, one of the things that really warmed my heart literally was you talked about how you, speaking of locations and where you locate, you're very selective about where you locate and you kind of look for communities with a quote-unquote small town atmosphere and that have kind of a rural either atmosphere or rural roots. That really you know, spoke to me because you know, back way back in the day, way back in the day when I was growing up in Apopka, uh, we were an agri- a rural agricultural community. And um, we're not rural anymore, but we certainly have those agricultural roots. Um, so can you can you just discuss that, please? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, that is definitely uh, something that's uh, near and dear to my heart. I actually, I, you know, we grew up in a kind of rural area, about a 20, 20 acres. We had 100 acres that we could run around on uh, growing up. And uh, But really, yeah, definitely Culver's is very engaged with uh, agriculture. If we didn't have our farmers in uh, uh, different ag groups, we would not be able to eat or feed our country. And I think uh, it's hard work. I mean, I talk about, uh, you know, 
our work looks hard at times, but man, we have AC, 72 degrees, and uh, I can't, I, it's just incredible, the uh, hard work, uh, and you know what, cows don't ever stop being milked, uh, fields don't ever stop uh, getting getting tilled, you know, um, and I just think uh, we need to definitely keep that appreciation going for all that hard work, because it's not, you know, it's just, the food doesn't just appear. Um, so, uh, yeah, we talked about uh, Apopka, local FFA, it seems like there's definitely a good a good drive in this community and uh kind of that we it's a genuine community is what i felt um and i think it's just really cool to be part of that where you have families that i mean we're going to have a lot of guests that come in and if we if we happen to you know maybe not perform uh it's so cool to have this type of community that say hey luke um this kind of happened there the food was great but um maybe we could help teach this person rather than kind of just brushing it off and saying hey you know we, we have the ability to grow with our community and uh, the team is part of that so if we if we do have those uh you know options to grow i think that's all part of it as well so no that, that's so true and it's a real uh, neighbor helping neighbor community and you've obviously yeah. already uh, picked up on that um which of course was the way that you grew up as, as you're sharing with us one more time for one more quick question and i would like to continue this and and um is, is is I know that Culver's has a commitment to uh, working with and supporting part you know partnering with if you will um, local community organizations whether it's you know um, community organization groups school groups church groups you know things like that can you can you address that Oh yeah, definitely. So uh, we love getting involved with uh, local elementary schools, churches, um, and different, even just different groups that may need. Uh, hey, you know, any way we could get some fresh frozen custard out to uh, out to the park today to kind of uh, draw some people out to uh, help our help our event. Um, but uh, there's definitely uh, we're going to be reaching out to some elementary schools, and we've already been contacted already with some different share night events, or uh, you know, come out and have a, a great night and don't do dishes at home, and we'll uh, we'll feed we'll feed the the school uh kids and whatnot um from that uh from those local schools from five to eight things like that um are very popular to what we do but you know even uh, we've gone out to parks and scoop custard uh we've gone to uh different high schools and done different uh fundraising events uh from shooting half court shots and you get a concrete mixture then or a free meal for you know two weeks whatever that might be but anyway so a lot of fun stuff just to get involved in the community i mean it does come down to it we serve awesome food but we you know we're working with people and that's what i think really drives uh any business is to keep working with people so yeah definitely and that's that's our community so that's wonderful culver's restaurant the brand new apopka culver's restaurant Opening on Labor Day, we're speaking with the franchise owner, Luke Reber, right now. Luke, congratulations. Thank you for being here. Really looking forward to having you as part of our community, and thank you for joining us today on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Awesome. Happy to be here, and thanks a ton. It was a pleasure, and uh, we'll definitely see you around, Roger. And, Chris, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Friends, boy, that was that was some good news. Yeah, we, it, 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 you. we haven't been seeing having a lot of good news nice <laughs> lately in this country lately. That was a breath of fresh air. Sure and some is. good news. Sure is. Friends, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show with our other special guest today, Christopher Hart of the American Adversary. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back, friends, to the Roger Franklin Williams Show as we celebrate a wonderful Labor Day weekend throughout Central Florida. Pleased to be joined by two special guests on our program today. In the studio with me is Christopher Hart, founder of the American Adversaries Program. And we're also pleased to continue to be joined uh, for a few more minutes by Luke Reba, who's the franchise owner, along with his wife, Amanda, of the brand new Culver's Restaurant here in Central Florida, uh, located on Highway 436 in a popkip, and Luke, one more thing, one important thing I wanted to to, uh, to just just speak with you about for a second. You had one more important thing you wanted to share with us. Yeah, definitely. I can't believe I missed it. And this was what I was referencing the whole time. Uh, my wife, uh, Amanda, she grew up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, actually on a dairy farm. So all of those uh, hard work things were just proven by her her dad and mom uh, having a dairy farm uh, in Wisconsin. So that was what I was referencing that whole time when it came to, you know, 5 a.m. to 11 p.m., you know, seven days a week. And cows don't stop needing milk. So I just uh, I can't believe I forgot to mention that directly. But that's a. Uh, that's my wonderful wife is from a family farm in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So that was pretty cool. 
And Luke, I just had one more question. Tell me about the cheeses. Are these cheeses, you know, homemade cheeses and from Wisconsin, homemade? Tell us more about the cheeses. Yeah, we have a couple of awesome suppliers for cheese that I think you guys know from our Wisconsin and uh, Midwest area, but Sargento and Land O'Lakes, our main uh, cheese suppliers. So definitely uh, it is that Wisconsin uh, Wisconsin dairy is uh, supplies those, and uh, we're I'm so happy to bring that down to Florida. So All right. happy. Looking forward, <laughs> looking forward to tasting them. And one more thing before oh, you sign oh, off, yeah. and of course, Prince will remind you, the grand opening for the new Culver's in Apopka is Labor Day, 10.30 a.m., is, you know, I know, um, you know Green Bay is in Wisc- is well known for, of course, their their football team, their hometown football team, the Packers, and of course the Wisconsin Badgers as well. Don't but, forget uh, the Cheeseheads, right? But we're uh, also <laughs> football's pretty big here in Apopka too with our Apopka Blue Darters. So I think that you'll uh, you'll you feel right at home as far as that goes too. Oh, hundred percent. I yeah, and you can't beat Friday Night Lights. That's for sure. Absolutely. With us, hey, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you at Culver's. Awesome. Thanks, guys. We're much appreciated. Thank you, Luke. And as we were saying before the break with Chris Hart, uh, what an uplifting uh, conversation. Nice to have, uh, you know, a a new business here in Apopka, anywhere in Central Florida. Uh, Enthusiasm, obviously, you could hear that in Luke's voice. And sounds like a great menu. And, you know, we can always use another restaurant. And family-friendly and, uh, you know, based on old-school values of God, family, country, and uh, service to their customer and uh, providing an outstanding product and appreciation for our our farmers, for our our, our rural agrarian roots in in this country. I dare say it's organizations like that that make America great, Roger. (laughs) Absolutely. And one other thing, too, is I was was fortunate to be at the uh, grand opening ribbon ribbon cutting um, earlier this week. And talk about a family-friendly place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was—it literally looked like a like a Norman, Norman Rockwell picture or even a Norman Rock, Rockwell video. You know, and we need that. We need that right now because there's so much nonsense out there going on right now. And I have to reference the the president's speech the other night uh, that this is—it's truly not America what he's talking about. We are nothing like what he's talking about. We are what you're talking about. When I go out and about and I wear my Trump 2024 hat, I don't get the negative reaction. People don't treat me as some kind of pariah or something like that, and I don't treat them that way. And that is America. We are Culver's. We're not, you know, this extremist threat to democracy or the republic or something like that. And... We need more. And, 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 of gee, this. whatever happened to bi- bipartisan, bi- bipartisanship? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, unfortunately, I don't think this president knows how to do that. Um, and it, I think that was on on full display. And, the and other respect night. for your opponent and and all those things. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. That if you really want, you know, to, Reagan and Tip O'Neill going out and uh, battle, battling on the uh, the floor all day, and then going out for a beer at five o'clock. Uh, they would. They would tip one back. And no pun intended. And they would also tell jokes. And back in the day, Washington was much different than it is today. Um, the The families did things together. You know, wives would get together. The children would get together. Uh, eventually, the husbands would get together for social things, not political things. And that doesn't happen anymore. It's all, you know, 24-7 Get the other well, guy. Well, you know, and it's something I want to discuss with you later in the show. And, friends, we're glad you're joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show on a wonderful week, a Labor Day weekend. Oh, Our gorgeous. special guest is uh, Christopher Hart. And um, was that's even seeping down I- intra-party now. You know, I, I saw some of the most brutal, you know, prime, Republican primaries, frankly, that I've ever seen. And, and I actually have been a candidate and a campaign manager in brutal Republican primaries. But, I mean, I think I saw some things in this one that I, I've never seen before. It, it has gotten uh, in, in, in a, pretty in, ugly. In primary elections. It has gotten pretty ugly. And we saw that in some here in central Florida. And that's uh, been going on around the country as well. It's just the, there's uh, there's the the angst that is amongst the people, if there is that, and polls show that there is, is a result of of this infighting, and it's and and maybe a a byproduct as as well. No doubt about it. No, absolutely no doubt about it. 
you know, it is the nature of politics to be divisive. That's why we have an right. adversarial form of government. A, but there's a real, there's a meanness I'm seeing. I mean, and, and I think social media is part of it because a lot of a lot of that meanness you, you see on, on on Twitter and on Facebook. Yeah, because even though you put a profile on there, it's really anonymity that that allows this to happen because you're doing it alone in your room or something or, or like this. Or even not so anonymous. I see things on Facebook that, what that I mean really is, shock me. Uh, I know that, but what I'm saying is, you, it's not face to face. Right, right, okay. right, it, right. It's somebody in their clo- in their, their bedroom or their or their, their computer, office their or wherever they happen to be, and they, they don't ever to expect to see the people that they're deriding face to face. Heaven forbid that they would, and so that does allow it, it, exactly the worst of us to come out because we, there's no consequences, right? Yeah, right. And so, and you know, I'm tempted too myself I, I, because you 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 you, you kind of get drawn into it. And you really have to resist that, and you have to kind of step back and say, look, you know, the politics is wild. You know, we don't have to be wild. And see, this is the thing. Once again, the country itself is not as divided as the politicians are. The country itself, for the most part, gets along with each other. I know that we have uh, now, especially amongst young people, uh, much more... Uh, what we would call socialist ideas, right? But look, I live across the street from people who had a, a Frost sign in their yard. Frost is this really progressive candidate, right? We get along fine, but we don't talk politics, you know, we, we, and we don't have to. But and they know who I am because they see the Trump stickers all over the back of my car every night when I pull in the driveway, and they see my flag flying every day. So we know who we are. But we get along with each other. You see, we can do that. The politicians, they, they can't seem to be able to do that. And, that. and a lot of part of it is is because they're out there, they raise money off of the divisiveness. They All raise right. a lot well, of one, it. one of the best <laughs> fundraising uh, things that can happen is to be uh, the target of, 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 of the other side. Just like To be Donald demonized by, by your opponent, uh, that's a great fundraising opportunity. Since the FBI raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago, he's raised over $100 million. That's testimony to what you just said. And by the way, the Democrats do it, too. It, it, it goes both ways, believe me. And uh, But the, the Republicans tend to do it more in small donor donations, whereas the Democrats' money tends to come from billionaires and well, multi-millionaires. Well, that's one thing that shifted in recent years, too, is, is generally speaking, back, you know, not, not too long ago, the Republicans generally were better at fundraising and raised more money, nationally speaking, uh, than the Democrats did. Now it's, uh, it's, it's exactly the opposite. And a lot of that has to do with the people changing who they give money to. In other words... A lot of the Wall Street money used to go to Republicans. The vast majority of it now goes to Democrats. And, 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 that, and, and the big corporations and I think correct. the advent of, of, of high tech, the high, uh, the high tech oligarchs are, are big time political players, to, to Abs- say the least. Absolutely. These are these are guys that made a lot and of most money. Most of them are woke. A lot of money. It's not all. Exactly. They made a lot of money real fast. And I must say, too easy. Okay. They didn't make it by farming. <laughs> exactly. And, they, didn't make, they didn't make it on the farm. And so they don't really appreciate the the value in that. You see, they kind of the, even the values of of everyday uh, working Americans. Exactly. And then we also have this, um, you know, Me Too society. You know, it all started. We knew this was going to come about when everybody got a trophy. You know, everybody got a ribbon. You know, there was no more scores and ball games and stuff like that. You 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 develop in that generation this entitlement attitude. You know, life is going to treat me that way. The re- and if it isn't, if it isn't treating me that way, there's something wrong with everybody else. And that's the point that we're at here now. That we have a lot of people out there who feel entitled, and because they're not getting what they feel they're entitled to, just given to them. They think that there's something wrong politically, and that uh, that also leads to the divisiveness because they're they're they've got a, a block now that they have to overcome to get out of that mentality. One more thing before we go to break, I just want to touch on back to the meanness and and just incredible divisiveness um, in, in the public forum, if you will, um, is that was one thing that Thomas Jefferson actually anticipated oh, yeah. and went out of his way to try to you know try to correct was was he would have 
um, you know, dinners at home at his home mm-hmm. or in, when he was in the White House at the right. White House, right. um, where he would bring both sides together. And, and kind of one quote unquote rule was, you don't we're not going to talk politics tonight. We're right. going to just he would try to try to you know go out of his way, if you will, to, to bond with the other side exactly. so, so that you could get away from because so, he knew that if it, if it were just left to itself, the debate, political debate was just left to itself. Um, this is exactly where it would go. And even further, because, you know, as, you know, as, as Von Kloss was said, you know, war taking I mean, um, politics taken to its ultimate extreme is, is, is war. war. Exactly. And, and that, that's that's literal. I mean, it that's really right. is. And that's the terminology that, and, and that we're using now. Is uh, warlike words. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And then just one more quick thing about that. Yeah, in fact, one of the things that I, I've never been a fan of, but but I understood it. Now I really understood it. Is and it wasn't too long ago, um, and it used to turn me off at the time. And, and now that I think about it, I haven't heard much of that lately. Is where you know somebody would get up on the on the Senate floor, the House floor, you know, both in Washington and and the local legislatures, whatever. And they would they would when they were going to disagree with somebody. <laughs> They'd spend about five minutes praising him, or you know, my good friend, uh, the senator from Massachusetts, and and yeah. I used to think, God, what a bunch of phony stuff. But but really, that that literally came from from Thomas Jefferson, that kind of approach, that kind of decorum, just just right. because to try to avoid exactly what we're we're seeing now. Yeah, you know, and I must admit, I do believe that the the recent presidents, all of them, have missed opportunities to do just that to to say that. Like uh, when you take office, you know, we're going to do things differently here. But there are a couple of things that my predecessor did that we're going to continue to do. And and Biden has done he's continued some of Trump's policies, but he never gave him credit for it. You see, and that's a missed but, opportunity. Part of that's because he would just be excoriated you know, by, by, that, by, by, his, by his base. It, you know? it, it, exactly. <laughs> it, exactly. So it just won't happen. Friends, we're going to take a quick break on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. When we come back, we continue with today's guest, Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries of the American Adversaries. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, and now here's Roger. And this is my turn. Friends, welcome back the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's wonderful to spend part of a Labor Day weekend, a, a long-anticipated Labor Day weekend with you, and, and want to thank you for the opportunity to, to do that and the opportunity to join you. Our special guest today is Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries, and of course, our other special guest today was Luke Reba of Culver's Restaurant. There's a brand new Culver's opening in Apopka on Highway 436 on Labor Day, 10.30 a.m., 10.30 sharp. And so we heard about all of the many great reasons for you to go by and visit Culver's when you have that opportunity. Um, before we go back to Chris, of course, I want to share this word from our friends over at Miller Sod Sales. I'll let you know that Miller Sod Sales strives to be their best for every customer every time. Miller Sod Sales takes pride in their clean, well-maintained equipment, their honest, dependable work, and their fresh quality sod. Let Miller Sod Sales green up your life. They're family-owned and operated since 1995. Find out more at John Miller Trucking and SodSales.com. Of course, I also want to remind you that the Roger Frank and William Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. And, of course, Christner's is where you'll find prime cuts of beef and cold-water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old-school elegance and sophistication. And, of course, now that we are on a holiday weekend, uh, makes me think that, of course, holidays are a perfect place to visit Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. And it'll be closed on Labor Day, but any holiday is a great time to visit Christner's, and especially any time you visit Christner's is a, is a holiday in its own way. Good boy, is it. And let's go back to Chris Hart. And Chris, you know, from our, you know, the, the time we have left, which is a couple more segments, fortunately, I'd like to address two things. One you've, we've already kind of touched on already um, is, is the, the Joe Biden speech uh, earlier this week, which I think is just literally chilling. I mean, I can't even hardly you know, think of words to describe it. I think it's taking American politics um, and discourse and government in a way that we, we do not want to ever want it to see go or, or the, the founders w- never wanted it to, to, to go. And uh, which, frankly, is, is, is disturbing huh, for people who who appreciate our God-given constitutional rights. 
you, yeah, I'd love to get your thoughts. I think you're exactly right. And what has happened with Biden is he has taken the fight from the political arena into the audience. Okay. In other words, the the divisiveness and the divisive language in American politics is nothing new. But it was primarily between politicians and the parties. And the and you could get into political arguments with your friends and stuff. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is what Joe Biden has done is he has taken the vilification from just his opposing politicians to now the opposing members of society. Right? He, it's no longer just between he and Donald Trump, say. It's now between he and Donald Trump and his allies and supporters, as they put it into one six thing. And you know, the it, it, it one Trump has said all along, and a lot of people have, have said all along that, that what? Well, that the hatred towards Trump isn't isn't directed just towards Trump. It's directed toward towards the, the people. But it's one thing for him to say it. It's another thing for them to say it. Right. Right. This is what is new. This is, in other words, politicians have said similar things as Trump has said before, with some degree of accuracy. Trump with Trump with the most degree of accuracy, and now they put it on display. They're they're saying they're there's yeah yeah Trump's right. You know we're not after just Trump. We're after you MAGA people because it's you MAGA people who put Trump where he was. It's you MAGA people who wanted to put Trump back there. So they see us as the real problem here. So they're just going through Trump to get to us. And this is the new, this is what's new in American politics. Politicians have not done this before. They have not gone after the supporters of a politician in this degree. And it's very dangerous because, of of course, their followers are going to follow right along with that. And and it it puts the the MAGA people, people like me, in an awkward position. But the best thing for us to do is just take it with a smile on our face, because this is a degree of desperation that that is being demonstrated here, I do believe, by the Democrat Party. Desperation, and and also I think that they are are intoxicated with the amount of power that they have now, and they think that this is the moment where they're going to push the country over the edge into their realm of influence forever. And... And this process of vilifying not just Trump, but Trump supporters is a part of all that. This is not only to silence us now, but this is to silence us and conservatives forever. And and, and by the way, the non-MAGA Republicans that are out there that, that Biden says he allies with and can deal with, let me tell you something. When they get done with the MAGA Republicans, you're next. Because they don't want to get along with anybody. This bipartisan stuff? No, no, no. Bipartisanship, and Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, used to say this all the time. Bipartisanship to liberals and Democrats means you agree with them. That's their idea of bipartisanship. You forget all your ideals, you forget all your ideology, you forget your religion. And you come over and and you say, okay, what am I supposed to believe? And that is their idea of, of bipartisanship. And so... But uh, I do believe this was also a huge mistake by Biden. I I was pretty certain going in what he was going to say. He pretty much uh, uh, telegraphed it, uh, what was it, last week or the other day when he was in Wilkesboro, when he he called us the the semi, was it semi-fascists, right? So I knew it was going to be more of the same, even though the White House denied it yesterday before his speech last night. But what I was not uh, expecting to see was the setting. You know, we we kind of joked around yesterday on the American adversaries. What you know? What, what was the setting going to be? You, you would think, under normal circumstances, that it would have been maybe inside the hall with the flags and everything behind him, with nice lighting, no military people in sight, maybe the Constitution, you know, off to one side, a picture of it. No, this guy, he has the the darkest most you know threatening imagery from this speech with the dark red lights the marines standing at attention well, probably by design that's know? what i'm saying it was obviously by design send a message it, exactly and once again that message is hey we've got the military behind us exactly or we control the military that's right and and he's making all of these not so subtle threats you know and and and, and the threat is a a dare you see, Biden is a bully. He's been a bully all of his life. 
He's bullied people in his private life. You, you see that in his daughter's um, uh, uh, diary and in his son's laptop stuff where, where they, they, they talk bad about him because he's bullied them. Uh, what was it Hunter said uh, to his sister, I think, uh, at least you won't have to pay the big guy half of what you earn or something like that. You know, he, he was resentful towards his father because his father's bullied him. And so he, this is what a bully does. You know, he threatens you. He threatens you. You either do what, you, what I want you to do or I'm going to punch you in the mouth. And, and he oftentimes uses that, that, uh, that, that type of language. And he hold, and he, last night he was holding his fists up and stuff. I mean, it, it, it's very threatening. And can you imagine if Donald Trump had given that speech, how the, the media would be responding? Uh, and, and by the way, it was telling that none of the, the major networks carried it. It was not on PBS, NBC, CBS, ABC, or Fox. It was only on MSNBC and CNN. And yet it's being billed as a primetime speech. Primetime for who? But it's because they understand that at the end of the day, this is not real America. Remember, Culver's is real America. You know, a restaurant where people from all walks of life are going to go there and get good food. And they're not going to mind so much being in line with somebody that they don't agree with if they don't know that they disagree with them. And they, most people don't care. Right? So uh, the, 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 the politicians would do us all uh, a big favor if they would just get off their high horses and realize that they are not real America. They are the caricatures of America. And they should be learning from us rather than making demands on us all the time. Good luck waiting, waiting for that day. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm uh, holding uh, my breath, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah I see a, a little bit differently in that I don't know how much Biden is in control of anything. So, you know, true, he's a bully and, you know, all those things mean and all those kinds of things. But I just think he's being programmed, and the people that are programming him are, are the hard left now. You know, these uh, millennials and Gen Xers and, uh, you know, Soros acolytes and uh, left-wingers. I mean, that that that's who's literally... Uh, Right in America now. I so. would agree that they are taking advantage of his uh, lack of, shall we say, cognitive abilities, and he's never been a very smart man. He's never been a smart man. There's no question about it. But he's of the same ilk. He's of the same ilk as them. And as a matter of fact, he is the perfect metaphor for the progressive movement. Mean, nasty, well, 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 snarling all the time. Well, I'd say he's the perfect president for them. Exactly. Because they can program him however they want to. I mean, you know, he's, he's you know, not on top of things, if you will. Um, they, they can have a field day with him. And then, then you know, his negatives are, are his negatives, not necessarily their negatives. And, so. and, that, and that's a big part of it, too, But uh, because politics is, is all about the personalities, right? And, and that's, you know. So, so they can actually have Biden do negative stuff, you know, politically unpopular stuff, left-wing stuff that they want. Um, he's the one that's going to take the slings and arrows, not, not necessarily the, the Democrat Party. And, 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 but it depends. Um, well, uh, and, Tim, and part Tim, of is, that is... Uh, is it Tim Ryan who's running for uh, the Senate in we got, Ohio? we got a break in just a minute. Uh, okay. 30 right. seconds, yeah. actually. We'll, we'll, we'll make us up when we come back. Um, but, um, you know, that's, that, that's, that, that's another point, is that which I can't think of right now. But anyway, we're going to go to break right now. And, uh, friends... You're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, and of course, we'll let you know that the, our program and all the programs you hear on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, are supported by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. They support our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. Long anticipated Labor Day weekend. I hope yours is off to a good start and you're enjoying it. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you for a few minutes. We have great guests today. Of course, earlier we heard from Luke Reba. 
He is the franchise owner of the brand new Culver's Restaurant in the Apopka area. In fact, on Highway 436 in Apopka, on the actually the east side of Apopka, very convenient to Altamont Springs, Longwood, and many other places in the area in the Northwest Orange County and South Seminole County area, their grand opening, or their op- they are opening their doors for the first time on Labor Day morning at 10.30 a.m. Also joining me in the studio is Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries. Before we go, we'll go back to Chris in just a moment. Uh, right now, of course, I want to remind you that our program is sponsored by and supported by our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and at Burn Fat Orlando. St. Germain Chiropractic, proud to be voted best chiropractor once again. And also want to give a shout out to our friends and let you know about our friends, remind you about our friends up at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. First of all, obviously we are still very much in hurricane season. Popka Moore and Equipment Repair has everything you'll need for hurricane preparation this hurricane season and this summer and into the fall, including a large selection and a large line of generators uh, at various price points and at affordable prices. And, of course, at a Popka Moore and Equipment Repair, they'll help you get that, show you exactly how to set up that generator and get it going. They'll take the time to instruct you and coach you up into exactly how to use your brand new generator or anything else that you purchase at a Popka Moore and Equipment Repair. And of course, as you already know, that a Popka Moore and Equipment Repair sells only the best outdoor power equipment products and lawnmowers. A Popka Moore and Equipment Repair. You can find out more at a popkamower.com. That's a popkamower.com. A Popka Moore and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Now back to Chris Hart, and I'll just say one more thing before we wrap up the the Biden speech, and um, we could talk about that for for, for hours right. and hours oh, and boy. hours. Could you? Um, and then I want to talk about the congressional race, that hotly contested congressional race in primary Seminole and Volusia counties um, with Corey Mills, Sabatini, Scott Sturgill, sure. Ted Edwards. You know the all the, the long list of candidates, right. uh, which Mills won in a primary, uh, but um, got very nasty, obviously, but. Um, you know, I'm not surprised at all by Biden, you know, by the Biden speech and the tone of it, or or, or anything of it, because, and, and this is one of those things that I I don't know if you know if I'm in sync with with most people, but I I think what we are witnessing, and I think it's literally so painful that it reminds me of the of the film A Few Good Men. Hmm. It's literally so painful that nobody wants to talk about it. Is is that we can't handle the truth. <laughs> and the truth is, we've essentially been taken over by the hard left. I mean, they control the, the, the FBI. They control the Justice Department. Uh, they are at least very influential now in the United States military. They control the presidency. They control the, the Senate. They control the House. They control the Democrat Party. Um, you know, wokeism is rampant in corporate America. Um, so, I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised by anything that they do. I wouldn't be surprised... Well, I'm not even going to say what I wouldn't be surprised at, but um, you know, any any anything that's not consistent, shall we say, with the founding founding principles of America, anything that's of the left, if you will, um, you know, uh, violation of individual liberties, um, you know, violation of traditional American, um, you know, uh, just ways of doing things like like invading the home of a of your political rival, um, you know, I, I'm not surprised by anything. Nor you should you be, I guess, because you're absolutely right. You know, the back in the the 40s and the 50s, the Communist Party of the United States made no bones about what they were trying to do here in the United States. And uh, the communists. In, in, in fact, uh, Charlie Kirk right now at charliekirk.com has 45 points. Yeah, exactly. And of, of how you turn a society into a totalitarian, in that case, communist, but, but generally speaking, a totalitarian society. You know, something you have to understand about Marxism is that Marxism teaches that they're going to win in the end, that, that time is going to be on their side, right? That, <clears throat> in, in which that's exactly what Christianity it, preaches, it, teaches as well. Pretty much. Um, but, uh, of course, Marxism tries to supplant Christianity. Oh, right, right. It's, it's two opposing forces. <laughs> exactly. And ideologies uh, and, and beliefs. Right. So they, from the very get-go, have they had say a, religions. Right. So the communists, from the very get-go, had a long-range plan. They weren't going to try to do anything quickly. 
they weren't going to try to do anything revolutionary <clears throat> through revolution. They were going to do it through slow, methodical change. And that's exactly what they have done. As a matter of fact, Marx himself predicted that the United States was the only country he had thought in the world where communism could actually uh, be brought about without an armed revolution. <laughs> By God, we seem to be watching that happening before our eyes. The mistake they have made, though, is they're out in the open. Uh, this period of time, uh, especially since you know the elections of 2020, has exposed a lot of things, and uh, there's a lot of new thought I even was watching uh, CNBC the other morning, and you know you're familiar with the ESG stuff, right? The environmental, social, governance stuff. This is the the wokeism in corporate world. There's now uh, a quiet movement. It, it's called I think they called it the humanity movement or something like that. In, in other words, where it's not going to be ESGs. That's in, the environment's not going to be the focus of boardroom decisions. It's going to be what's good for human beings. Oh, yeah, well, absolutely. Right. So woke is not that. Woke is what's good for the earth, you know, what what's good for the climate. What And, and of course, the people who are preaching this stuff have no idea what's good for the earth or the environment, or they would leave it alone, and they would say what we're already doing is fine, right? Uh, that the woke world is the world that is actually uh, not in line with the environment. It, it, it's, in other words, the... The fossil, so-called fossil fuels, are far more natural than a battery you stick in a Tesla. Well, 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 obviously, but, I mean, that just gets back to, you know, the fact that, from my perspective, this whole environmental movement, if you will, um, which is out of control now, you know, Green New Deal and everything, it's just a charade, you know, for for globalism. It's just a charade, you know, to to take away individual liberties is is all it is. I mean, and I think the people at the top, I mean— well, know I, that I mean they know that it's all it's all garbage, but but, but it's a wonderful thing to to totally reset society, and, well, and they're doing a great job of doing it, using it to do that. Let's try to tie this to the primary just happened, okay? Because something odd happened here in Central Florida that happened in some several places around the country. You had Republicans spending money to knock off MAGA candidates. In some other parts of the country, you had Democrats spending money to help MAGA candidates because uh, the Democrats are thinking that the MAGA candidates would be more likely to lose in a general election. The Republicans who are against the MAGA candidates are afraid they're going to win the election. And so what you had happen in District 7 is Sabatini, uh, for all the rough edges with him, was clearly the MAGA candidate. He had proven that. Was he a Democrat at one time? Yeah, so was Trump. So was Reagan, for that matter, right? Sabatini said that on, 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 our, on our show. It, it, it wasn't what did a secret. He, what did he do when he was in the Florida House? Exactly. He was the most conservative member of the Florida House the whole time he was there. And so what do you think he would do in Washington, D.C.? He, we, he's a known quantity. He was the MAGA candidate, but he was also the candidate who was against the leadership in Washington, D.C., and he was against the leadership in Florida. I mean, and, and, he, he and, called and, out the, the the speaker of the Florida House, who's a Republican, right here on on the show and everywhere else he went. He called. And they him don't out. like that. And that's what they think. I don't See, know if real citizens really grasp how much the insiders and the politicians do not like that kind of thing. Here's the funny thing, though. He was he was being criticized in the in the, in the negative campaign ads for going against DeSantis, right? Okay, because yeah, you know, he, he had a more conservative he, position than DeSantis did on those. He things. went against the leadership in the Senate and the House of the Florida Legislature because they were going against DeSantis. Now, as far as the budget goes, yeah, he voted with the Democrats against the last two budgets because he thought they were bloated, not because he didn't think they spent enough like the Democrats. And lo and behold, DeSantis ends up whittling them down himself. Um, but to get back to what I was saying. So there were mighty not mighty forces amongst the, the Republicans who did not want DeSantis to win that election. So they came in here with... Sabatini. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Sabatini to win that election. And so they came in here and they spent a lot of money uh, criticizing, putting and, out and, this... And, and that's the first time I've ever seen, not that it hasn't happened, but it's the first time I've seen it that dramatically. To, to that extent. And, and that's what I want people to know. And I don't think most real citizens know this because, you know, that's the thing. People don't know all the inside baseball that's going right, on. Right. Um, yeah, those negative ads, attack ads on Sabatini, first of all, were not accurate at all. Um, you know, they took, if, if there was even any tiny grains of truth in them, they were extraordinarily, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, exploited and exaggerated and taken 
taken out of context right. um, and, misre- and misrepresented. That's the, the the most accurate word for it. Misrepresented, um, but but those were those were you know done by by funded by. Um, Political groups, interest groups that that are on the establishment side, from from all indications that we know, it was it was the political establishment, you know, coming up, you know, exactly. taking the millions of dollars to fund these, and it was you know incredible amount of money to fund them to, to write these incredible attack ads. That's the point of the thing, you know. They were trying to knock out Sabatini because he was going to go up to Washington and and not only criticize the swamp and criticize the Democrats and Pelosi and Biden, he was going to criticize uh, uh, McCarthy and the Republicans if he didn't think they were, you know, they were MAGA enough, if you will, make America great again. Enough. And the effect was there were a lot of undecided people in that race, in all the Central Florida races, and pretty much all of them broke against Sabatini. Not all of them for Mills. It was kind of spread out, but the vast majority but, 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 but of them went to Mills. But it makes sense because those ads were absolutely devastating. Absolutely. And, and Mills, and, you know, Mills might be good. We don't know. He's an unknown quantity. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that wants to be in Congress a long time, so we'll see. But, you know, once again, Sabatini was the known quantity. There were other candidates in the race that were known quantities. We'll find out with Corey Mills, and I wish him luck. Well, Chris, thank you. Wish you luck, too. Thank you for being here with Always us a pleasure, on the Roger, Roger. Franken Williams Show you. on our Labor Day edition. Of course, want to thank Luke Reba, the new, along with his wife, Amanda, the franchise owners of the brand-new Culver's Restaurant in Apopka. Friends, I want to thank you for joining us today, and have a great Labor Day weekend. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.